This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A Saturday night get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Jody Mack. Coming your way live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you want to buy a new home or refinance your current one, Rocket can help you make that happen. All right, make it happen for us for the next 10 or 12 minutes. Talking to NFL is one of my faves. I haven't talked to him in eight months. Why? Because it's been the offseason of the NFL. I get them on plenty when the year is in action. And we are tonight with the return of the NFL with a full slate of preseason games. Our buddy, the co-owner and creator of footballguys.com, Mr. Sigmund Bloom. Sigmund, how was your offseason? It was good. It was one, uh, you know, of some change. Uh, things certainly thought out for a little while. Uh, bought a house here in New Orleans and ready for another football season. All right. I didn't know you were down in New Orleans, so I'm going to start right there. Uh, Michael Thomas apparently is going to, uh, although he can't play, join the team for their next exhibition game. They're trying to thaw out a pretty bad relationship, and i got to believe most of the blame is on Michael Thomas. How did he not get surgery on an injury he suffered in season last year till June of this year? Well, during that absence last year, there was talk that the relationship between him and the team had really broken down. Maybe that he might even be available for trade. I think that has to be a consideration now. And maybe the team has just moved on. This is one of those examples where a player gets a contract and then everything goes bad. The Saints really haven't collected anything uh, of note for that big contract. And it looks like that's probably how this is going to end. We may not see Thomas until midseason, and he may not be healthy at all this season. All right, so I don't see anybody trading for him because you're not going to get anything out of him till midseason. And, oh, by the way, he's going to get paid, and he's getting paid a lot. To not play? No, he's going to be a saint for at least, i got to believe, this season. We'll see about yeah. next season. Uh, oh, by the way, I said I don't have Michael Thomas, and they're going to figure out who their quarterback's going to be because they can't just hand the ball to Drew Brees. The Saints aren't a playoff team, are they? It's definitely up for question. And, Jody, I think what it's about is – is it this offensive line and Sean Payton and Pete Carmichael, and they just need competent quarterback play or something they can leverage, Jameis Winston's arm, Taysom Hill's running ability. And with this defense, and the defense really picked it up when Breeze was out two years ago and Teddy Bridgewater was the quarterback. You don't have somebody as steady as Teddy, but Winston can do more things with his arm. Again, Hill can do more things with his legs. Uh, but without Michael Thomas, without anybody that really scares the pass defense, Marquez Callaway has been coming on. But yeah, that's a big ask for him to be a number one receiver in the NFL in his second year as an undrafted free agent. You wonder, Alvin Kamara will catch 120 balls, but otherwise, how is this team going to move the ball? Yeah, if I'm a defensive coordinator playing the Saints this year, 
Anybody with Alvin Kamara. Anybody else beats me, I can live with it. Alvin Kamara Kamara beats me. Shame on me if I'm a uh, D.C. I think this is a non-season, postseason year for the Saints. Uh, But that's just me. All right. Uh, Good action in the NFL. We had the uh, Hall of Fame game last week. Full-blown sked this week. Everybody playing a couple Thursday, a couple Friday. Uh, Almost a full sked today. One left over for tomorrow. What are you watching here week one of a three-week preseason for NFL teams? What are you trying to pick out? What are you trying to determine? What will uh, make you stand yeah. up and take notice? Well, the quarterback battles always should lead the headlines. You know, we have Denver and Drew Locke making a statement today. Mac Jones made a statement earlier this week. Justin Fields made a statement yesterday also. So you can see in these quarterback battles, uh, the first shot, and we're listening to the coaches, but really these are going to be decided on the field, and we're getting our, our first uh, set of data. And then and also speaking of fields, rookies and the rookie impact, uh, and then teams with new coaches, teams with new regimes, trying to figure out what their angle is going to be, say Atlanta and Arthur Smith and so on. There's always things to keep us interested. Everything is meaningful. Understood. Uh, one, uh, I think it's two out there, I'm not sure, uh, was the uh, Chicago effort today. Justin Fields, impressive. Dalton started, played the first couple of series, didn't do all hell of a lot. Fields came in against some Miami starters, but certainly their second team. He looked pretty darn good. They've already committed to Dalton as their starter. How long do you think that commitment's going to last? I'm no longer than their week 10 bye. I think they have Tampa, Pittsburgh, and San Francisco, something like that, leading into that bye. That's where the weaknesses of Andy Dalton are going to show through. Remember, they also have had injury problems on the line. They let Charles Leno go. He's now with Washington. And the second-round pick, Tevin Jenkins, out of Oklahoma State, was supposed to start left tackle. He hasn't practiced yet. So, certainly, this is going to be a situation. They have a good run-blocking interior line. David Montgomery is going to key this offense. They need Justin Fields, honestly, in the extra tactical value he has and problems he creates for the opposing defense. We're going to see them face the Rams week one, Jody, and that may in of itself be an unmasking of Dalton and put them on the hot seat right away. Yeah, starting against the best defense in the NFL last week. Good luck, uh, Mr. Dalton. All right, I did watch plenty of that game today for both of the quarterbacks. Fields and the guy on the other side of the ball, Tuatunga Baloa, who has a huge fan coming out uh, the year before, mm-hmm. um, didn't know how much his hip was still bothering him. They had the weird season last year. Fitzpatrick was the guy, but two of one games, and then they pull him out. I'm not sure if they handled him best, but it's his team this year. No questions asked. And I thought he looked okay for a first effort for preseason. How about you? I think that there's nothing to dispel the notion that he's had a good camp. There's been a lot of positivity coming out of Miami. They've committed to him. They surrounded him with weapons. They kept some continuity and offensive coaching staff, I think, to give him that fair chance. And he's going to get Bill Belichick week one. So that's going to be a test right way to see, the right way to see where he's at. We see what Belichick does to young quarterbacks. But as you mentioned, the hip and some of his athleticism could show now. I think the downfield passing, which wasn't part of the offense with Jalen Waddle, that reunion, Will Fuller, who will miss that first game to finish up the suspension, it, it, it is potentially to his team, but that is the big question. But it's a lot to put on a quarterback who's only entering his second year. 
All right, let me ask you about a couple quarterbacks who haven't played and or aren't going to play in this preseason. One might, well, actually both might, but uh, it was uh, highly doubtful. Um, first being Dak Prescott, Mr. Uh, Hard Knocks, uh, last week. I thought the first episode was a little underwhelming, but uh, looking forward to the uh, ones coming up. Uh, Dak report said today hopes to play in the preseason. We saw what happened to the Cowboys last year. Sons, Dak Prescott. A lot of people have them as the team to beat in that division basically because of Dak Prescott. Is Dak Prescott going to be able to play? I'll, I'll be easy on him and say 13 out of 17 games this year. Right. I wonder, Jody, if the question isn't even does he miss games, but just how well does he play? Because let's face it, uh, whoever wins the backup job in Dallas, uh, a 50% Dak Prescott is still better than that. And what we have here is troubling. There's no way to sugarcoat it. He comes out at the beginning of training camp, has a somewhat rare injury for a quarterback. So they had to consult the Rangers doctors, a muscle that goes under his armpit. And then he recently this week had an MRI, and the Cowboys' Twitter account reassured us that there's no reason to be worried about it, which makes me worried. There's no recovery regimen where you have an MRI to check. I think he's going to come into the season not 100%. He might be uncomfortable throwing the ball. He might be throwing the ball with pain. They might be having to do something like they did with Tony Romo, you know, shoot up his back so that he can play. I think that it's going to be a situation where they don't want to have to play Prescott with this injury. They're just resting it, hoping for the best, and we'll see. Sigmund Bloom of footballguys.com, uh, owner, creator, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, the other quarterback I wanted to ask you about um, was a guy who may or may not play in the preseason. And we know that because the coach this week was asked and he said no comment. Not going to play this week. Uh, that would be Deshaun Watson. But they didn't completely rule him out for one of the two other preseason yeah. games. And there was some new information added to the mix. Uh, it looks like the Houston PD is going to convene a grand jury in the criminal case is uh, being brought against Deshaun Watson. It's usually not a good thing when you're going to be uh, brought in front of a grand jury. But if you're a team out there that wants to try and make a trade for Deshaun Watson, you might actually want that to be the case. Because until some of this unknown right. is cleared up, he's not going anywhere. How much do you think the Texans want to see these court proceedings continue on? Well, Jody, this is an unprecedented situation. It feels like it's a stalemate or a situation where everybody is waiting on someone else to act. The league doesn't want to do anything until the legal system uh, finishes their business, and teams aren't going to want to trade until the legal system is done with their business, and then the league also makes their ruling the Texans can't trade Watson unless they get full value for him, which can't happen right now. Watson really doesn't want to be in training camp. He doesn't want to play for the Texans again. But the commissioner has to put him on the exempt list, which would really make everyone happy. The Texans would have to pay Watson, but they don't want Watson. Strategically, they want to go 0-17. They want the first pick next year. So all of this is potentially moving forward. Maybe this is something that can give the league an excuse to put him on the exempt list now that the grand jury investigation is out there. The commissioner has the power to do that at any time while there's an ongoing investigation. And, Jody, it's not quite clear to me why he hasn't already. All right. It's kind of surprised me, but I do understand 
Roger Goodell wants to stick to precedent and precedent he tries to hold at waiting till the courts make a decision, but you can't always do that. We'll see how he handles it. Uh, earlier uh, or last week, uh, or yeah, earlier this week because we're still on a Saturday, uh, the NFL came out with its points of emphasis for refereeing this year, one of which is they're going to be difficult, they're going to be hard on those who taunt. And taunting includes pointing and getting in a guy's face. Um, I, I have some trepidation because I don't yeah. want NFL to stand for no fun league, but I get what they're trying to do. Will this be one of those that they throw flags all over the field in preseason? I have not seen any in the preseason games I've seen so far, uh, but then it will relax once the regular season starts. What do you think they're making taunting a point of emphasis? Well, even if they wanted to make it a point of emphasis in the preseason, the emotions don't run as high in the preseason. Very true. Isn't that where, that's where taunting <laughs> comes from. It's the emotional part of the game. Correct. And the NFL, it, it, Jody it succeeds in spite of itself. Okay? The emotional catharsis of a football game, going to a football game, watching a football game, uh, on many levels, whether you're a fan of the teams or not, is really the product. It is the draw. And the taunting is, is just because it's such a highly emotionally charged game and it's played on a razor's edge, players are just going to express themselves. And I think that there's going to be some controversy if they really try to clamp down on it. And the other thing, though, is the NFL is wishy-washy. And if they try something, people don't like it, they'll say, okay, we'll do the other thing. I think this will be short-lived. We'll see how it shakes itself out. All right, one last quarterback question. That's not really about, well, it's about a quarterback, but it's not about his play. We all assume Aaron Rodgers is uh, going to have another very good season this year, and it's going to be in Green Bay. No movement. He didn't force a trade. The Packers weren't hearing it. They made nice enough and made some uh, reparations to uh, Mr. Rodgers, taking one year off the back end of his contract. But also went out and got a buddy of his, Randall Cobb, yeah. who I saw play last year and thought was going in the wrong direction. Oh, uh, he's now asking again to get another member of the band back together, Clay Matthews, who was out of football last year. <laughs> but Rogers says he thinks he's got a year left in him. He and David Bakhtiari are lobbying the powers that be. They've already kind of bent over backwards to try and make Aaron Rodgers happy. Are they going so far as to sign a linebacker who hasn't made a tackle in over a year? Why not? What, what could it hurt, really? Even if he's just a role player. Uh, also, there's this presence in the locker room. There's the familiarity that everybody has with him. Jody, I think that we underestimate how much uh, uh, cohesiveness or uh, almost a sense of family in the locker room can foster winning. Uh, we all know this is the last dance, so treat it like the last dance. Let, try to make it happen. Maybe even Matt LaFleur could loosen up the play calling on fourth down in the playoffs. Give them a chance to actually win the Super Bowl. Uh, called for a shot on the coach of Green Bay. I uh, like it. All right, one of the things I love about your site, and I hit it up all the time, for fantasy information. Uh, you guys do a good job at both uh, pushing out numbers and also opinions on how you can improve your team and your like. Uh, you're, you're a football writer, but you're also a fantasy guy. When you're watching preseason games, you gave us a good idea of what you're looking for as to what the teams are going to be able to do. Well, now fantasy is individuals. What are you mm -hmm. looking for in preseason uh, for guys to catch your eye that you may actually move up your draft board? Yeah, I think rookies, again, are a point of emphasis in the preseason because we see that opening chapter of the story, and that often can be the hint 
that there's something special there. You know, looking forward to watching someone like Kyle Pitts, for instance. You know, we already got to see Najee Harris. Um, and, and again, there's some things that are, could be really important, like Seattle's new offense with Russell Wilson, that it may have a faster tempo, it's going to have more deception. Maybe Brian Schottenheimer, maybe the offense has been holding back Russell Wilson. This could be the first year we really see Russell Wilson freed. So, in all those changes to teams, I'm very interested to see what Zach Wilson looks like in that offense with Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer. So many reveals and our first clues to what we're going to see come in the preseason. All right, last one. Um, it hasn't happened since the Cowboys and the Bills. And believe it or not, I went to both of those two Super Bowls. Uh, the wow. first one was at the, in the Rose Bowl, and Michael Jackson performed at halftime, and then the next year was down in Atlanta. But that's the last time that the same two teams played in back-to-back mm-hmm. Super Bowls. This year, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco, excuse me, and the Tampa Bucks are the favorites in their respective divisions, which in their conferences, which means they're favored to go back and play each other in the Super Bowl again. Is it going to be the first time in 20-some-odd years that something like that happens? And if not, which do you believe right. is more susceptible uh, to not getting back Tampa or Kansas City? It's the chalk right now, Jody, right? I mean, it's the most likely outcome. Yep. Kansas City, they fix their offensive line. Otherwise, they're the same team. Tampa Bay is exactly the same team. Uh, maybe uh, week one, Jody, Cleveland and Kansas City rematch. I'm excited about that. I think if there's a team that can unseat Kansas City, a team that doesn't really have a mystique, because uh, Buffalo went into Kansas City and really looked like they shrunk in the AFC title game. Cleveland already, uh, I think, can go into Kansas City and not shrink. So I'm looking forward to that. And then on the a- NFC side, I think you had a 40 and flip there, Jody, with Sam Fran and Trey Lance. Uh, you like the Niners? No. Believe me, it wasn't, because I don't like the Niners. Ha! Well, look, the defense is healthy again. You have with, with Trey Lance. You have a remember what Robert Griffin III did in his rookie year with Kyle Shanahan. When the, Kyle Shanahan can play eleven on eleven football with his play calling and his play design, especially you have Alex Mack, you have Trent Williams on this offensive line, you have Brandon Ayuk, you have Debo Samuel, you have George Kittle. Defenses are in trouble because it's and Trey Lance has been dazzling every day in practice. The veterans are gushing about him. I, I think there's really no limit, especially in that first year as the rest of the league has to adjust to 11-on-11 Kyle Shanahan offense. All right. Ten-team league. Is Kyler Murray a QB1? Sure. Well, I mean, I would even consider him th- taking him as the QB1 over – Patrick Mahomes because he was the QB one through 10 weeks last year before he hurt his shoulder. And then you know, he was healthy again at all four weeks. But maybe that's a sign because he's small that you know, he's going to get dinged and uh, it's going to hurt his fantasy production. But if he can stay injury free, I think you're going to see him be the number one quarterback. Remember, he only started concentrating on football two years ago. He didn't have a full offseason last year. So we maybe still just see the beginning of what he can do. All right. Then if that's the case, you've got to rank that high. 40-1, to 1, Cardinals win the Super Bowl. Uh, that's where I'm taking my shot. Forget, yeah. even though everyone's picking them for fourth place in their division, I'm taking them for first and making it to the Super Bowl, and I may, may catch a 40-1 to 1 ticket. If I got the QB1 in the league, I got a shot, right? Yeah. At 40-1, to 1, that's a good play. And J.J. Watt. And, yes, I think he will uh, uh, play well and inspire on the defense. Say great stuff. You know, I'm going to be tapping into you plenty during the course of the season. Thanks for coming on tonight. Go back to watching football. A great pleasure, Jody. Always look forward to it. My pleasure. Sigmund Bloom, uh, you got to check out his website, 
footballguys.com. Uh, great just overall football information, NFL information, but uh, really good uh, stuff uh, as far as fantasy football goes if you are a fantasy football player. And if you are, you know your draft is coming up within the next couple of weeks. All right, Jody Mack here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We'll come back, reopen our phones. Get aboard, 855-212-4227. we get you on with the Mac Man here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.